Welcome to My Home HQ Podcast with Ray Fletcher. Leading the way in buying and selling homes, knowing the current housing market, updating your home without an extensive remodel, or how to stage your home for the perfect sale and more. Portland, Oregon real estate agent Ray Fletcher will bring his 20 plus years experience of real estate, home ownership, and selling homes to you in his bi-monthly podcast. This podcast will be your home headquarters for strategies to achieve success in your real estate investments. Now your host of the podcast, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the My Home HQ podcast with Ray Fletcher. Our resident home and real estate expert, Portland, Oregon area Ray Fletcher, is here today to with me to talk about all things real estate. So Ray is, is a successful realtor in the Oregon area and it's pretty fun to talk to him about all things that have to do with buying, selling, and possibly staging your home or getting it ready to sell. So, hey, Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it's starting to cool off in California. I don't know what you guys are dealing with up in Oregon, but it's it's fall, it's October, and we have birthdays coming up even. Yeah, it's like somebody's flipped a switch here. It's definitely rainy and cold and dark. Yeah, we still, I'm, since, you know, we put a pool in a year ago, we're still able to get in the pool and it's in the eighties, but I noticed That's today nice. it's, yeah, I noticed today it's about seventies. So hmm. today I, I wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but we are at a full year for your podcast. This is episode 22 and uh, we've been doing pretty well, actually. You're you're hitting kind of the the top 50 podcasts in real estate and that's tough to do in this market. I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Spotify loves you. Amazon podcast loves you too. Um, Amazon likes you. Um, actually, I should say. <laughs> so yeah. there's some love out there. There's some like, but uh, for a podcast, it's only, you know, twice a month, once a month. It's it's pretty nice to to have a following. Cool. So I wanted to talk to you about staging. And I know, again, that is, and that's why I'm bringing it up because it's a year anniversary. And we started off the podcast with talking about you know, staging your home to sell. But today I wanted to talk about it in a different way because, and I'll bring this up because I always do, is the fact that there's a lot of, you know, TV shows talking about real estate and talking about, you know, flipper flopping and selling and buying. And it's kind of out of control, as you know. <laughs> yes, it is. But there, I've noticed that for maybe the luxury market or high end that a lot of sellers expect the realtor the agent to pay for staging costs along with marketing their home on the market. And then I'm finding that some of the, the lower end homes, and I don't mean to say it that way, but sure. not in the luxury market. How about that? Yeah. Um, they seem to realize that there's going to have to be some expense put into sprucing up the home, if you will, to depersonalizing it. You know, um, I mean, we could go over, you know, wallpaper, paint, all that. Yeah. But what I wanted to ask you a question, first of all, do you feel like that's something you should have to pay for or do you pay for that? Uh, yes and no. I have paid for it in the past. It, so there's a couple ways to look at it as an agent. One, um, where are you at with these with these sellers? I mean, again, and a lot of agents would be like, oh, you treat them all the same. Well, in theory, you treat all sellers the same, um, but all sellers don't treat us the same. So, So I have to look at a few things. One, when I bring my comps on their home and we're discussing price, are we on the same page? And if, let's say, I mean, on these luxury homes, we're dealing with over, I would say that number is probably in Oregon would be 
a million and a half plus is kind of that threshold of where you really want to be discussing staging technically um, staging and, and who pays for it, things like that. So if I think it's worth one five, they think it's worth one eight. Well, we have a problem based on I'm probably not going to get my money back for staging because our house is going to be priced too high. And so I have to look at this as an investment. Now the sellers are dictating what I do and, and we can't have that. I can't have a bad listing because when I started this business, I would take you, you take anything you can get. So I remember having one listing. I told them the price was this. They told me it was that I said, all right, we'll give it a shot. It didn't sell. They fired me. They priced it exactly what I said with another agent and it sold in the weekend. And so it's really comes down to, are we working together um, as a partnership in getting the home sold? And, and then, and then it goes, then the next sec section of this would be what type of staging does it need? Cause a lot of these homes are very nice. Do we just need some tweaking to where I'm just bringing more of an interior decorator in and they're just going to move some things around and accessorize and things like that. Yes, I don't know if that answered your question. And it did, it did in, in effect. And it's interesting yeah. that you said that because I do see one of the things I see a lot, especially with luxury homes is, uh, and again, you know, I know you're in Oregon, I'm in California. So you said yeah. you're 1.5 million. I think luxury homes here, because you don't get a lot for 1.5 million here, right. um, start at like 5 million. And, sure. um, and even that's not as luxurious as some people think depends yeah. what your view is. Everything's about the ocean view here. But, um, the one thing that I see some sellers say to agents, and I think you have the hardest job in the world is they say, well, I don't have to sell unless I get the inflated price. And you look around their dwelling, their home, and it may be a great location. It may have good bones is what I hear. You know, it, it might be nice, but it could look like it came out, you know, of a Victorian magazine from, you know, the 1800s. I see that with the draperies and the red velvet right. and, you know, and then I do see some, and again, I think I'm, I'm kind of projecting Hollywood glam where I see some of that uh, in this one show I watched selling LA or, or million dollar listing Los Angeles. And it's like, they're like, well, you know, it takes a certain buyer and you have to find him. That's your job. And I don't know if you deal with that in Oregon because you, you, the people are so emotionally attached to their home, even once they want to sell. And it's yeah. like, why? I mean, you're, you're not going to live there anymore. You, you know, I, I understand wanting to keep the neighborhood nice and I appreciate that, but if, you know, you kind of have to look around and do you ever come into a home and again, talking about, we're talking about staging, but we're also talking about getting the top dollar for a seller do you ever look around and think, how do you not see that this wallpaper is from 1970s or, you know, there, there's no granite or quartz countertops, it's tile. And, you know, you still have, you have stains in the carpet or you, you know, you don't have hardwoods or whatever people are looking for. Do you ever come across that? Yeah. And, and so a lot of sellers are when they're, when they're pointing out what they call features of their home, they're normally pointing out something that they think has made a comeback. So like a wood panel or, <laughs> and then they'll call it like, oh, it's art deco. You mean like the oh, hula hoop and the poodle skirt? Correct. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's 1970s. And most people don't want that. <laughs> um, and so that's, 
yes, we come across that all the time. And so, well, put yourself in a position as a seller right this second. You're watching all these home shows. We do this podcast twice a month. You probably have a pretty good grasp on what you think would need to be done to your house. Now, you're, you would need to trust an agent to come in your house and say, hey, I want to move this over here, that over there. And most likely you'd be like, no, we're not doing that. And so. Well, I'd probably be probably a little offended because we just remodeled within the last year and a half. So, yeah, I can see your point. Right. And I'm really only just discussing decor, not actually paint and colors. Yeah, you're in your scenario. I'm only talking about your scenario. Like they would want you to. I don't I haven't been to your house in a while, but back in the day, they would want to de-beach it because you don't live near the beach. So no seashells or a beach theme that maybe are a nautical theme that they wanted to tone down for the area. Yeah, I don't so know. That could, house, but yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I have yeah. I have the tone of, you know, my walls probably have a, a little bit of a, a blue tone, even though it's gray. Yeah. You know, it's it is I guess it is kind of beachy with the grays we, and the the remember your Tommy and, Bahama era. Yeah, it is it is very Tommy Bahama. I have there to say. There we go. So <laughs> you're like, okay, I knew I'd find there. it. <laughs> yeah. So some some agents might be like, that's not what the vibe we want. And you would have to trust that agent that they're right. And hopefully they could show you why, um, if you don't trust them. Now, on another note, I was out, I mean. It's interesting that this is our topic. I was showing places yesterday and we went into one house, looked at it, left. And I told the the buyers I was with, their agent is doing this seller a disservice because this agent should have asked the seller, where are you moving to? And if the seller had a place to move to, they should have said, I need you to move out because this house was a disaster. And sometimes... You're just not going to get not just top dollar. You're not even going to get asking price for your home if it just doesn't show right. And you walk in. I mean, I mean, I don't again, we're talking about luxury and staging, but I walked into a bedroom and there was more drug paraphernalia for weed than I've ever seen in my life. So it's oh just a God. just a and the and the the homeowners relatives were sitting on the couch while we were looking at the house. So that's oh, that's no. the levels to this game on wow. on where what is the seller what's the agent doing for the seller they're just it's just that's just not that's not a service I mean you're 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 just not doing it you're doing a disservice so when we talk about staging if I'm in the home and I know what I think it can sell for let's say it's a hot market um, even if I think I can get X amount in a weekend if it if staging would get us over even more, then yeah, you just want to do it because everybody's happy, and um, and that's that's the ultimate goal is to just have a bunch of happy customers from all ends. So it's how do you talk a homeowner that you know seems motivated to sell yeah. that they've got to put a little bit of money into making it look like it's ready to sell. You just keep talking. <laughs> okay. You just sometimes, nonstop. Sometimes, because I mean, you know, when I talk about luxury homes, I see them yeah. going to, you know, these realtors, these agents going to, you know, the luxury um purchases for the stagers. So they go to where, you know, the couches are twenty thousand dollars a piece. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You yeah. know, you don't necessarily need to do that because it's not to live there. And honestly, a lot of these places already have that couch that's now an antique. 
but I see, but look at what you have, the flamingo wallpaper that you're thinking, oh no, this is great. I'm thinking, take that down and paint the walls, even if you just paint them white. I mean, I realize that's probably not copacetic anymore, but the other thing is that how I think some people can go too far with, um, with basically remodeling or, or I don't like to call this part staging, but in fixing up their home, because again, don't some people get taste specific and other people just want to come in and tear it down and do their own thing. Yeah. You want to go. Yeah. You want to, if, if I'm a part of the discussion of getting the place ready to sell, we want to make sure whatever we do is very neutral, very broad, uh, spectrum for all the buyers out there. We don't want to single anybody out. We don't want to paint a room gold and green for the duck. So the red velvet is out. <laughs> yes. Um, you don't want to do anything sports specific, specific, even though you may have a, a big following in that area. And there's certain things that neutral, basic, and the most important for me is just clean. You want everything as clean as possible. So people walk in and they just don't see work. They just see, drop my bags and I've moved in. Oh my gosh. Always the goal. So you mentioned something about sports specific. Oh my gosh. So there was one (laughs) house that um, a friend of mine actually said, can you come look at this? I want to flip it. Can you just see it with me? And I'm like, okay. So I actually, you know me, I, I, I work from home. I've, I've got my, my own thing going on here. So I'm, I'm kind of a cave dweller. I don't really move out too much, except when we meet friends for brunch, you know, twice a month or something, or go to a wine event, but we kind of, I'm, I'm kind of a homebody. So it was funny. I'm like, yeah, I'll go look. So the person that wanted to purchase it, diehard Steeler fan, like Tom and I are, and they had a room dedicated to Dallas Cowboys. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I know. And the seller or the buyer immediately went, nope, let's go. I'm like, why? He's like, did you see that room? I'm like, well, so you, you get, you, you can take it down. He's like, yeah, no. He goes, if that's his taste and that's his taste in teams and what else is the problem? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Right. Yeah. Was... <laughs> Have you heard that before? I just thought that was funny. Oh, I've walked. So, I mean, I've sold my neighbor's house and I told him right off the bat, you have to take that elk head off the wall. <laughs> he had a big <laughs> elk head over the living room. You sit underneath it in the couch. Oh no. And I'm like, I'm like no, it has Dude, to yeah. come down. And he's looking at me like, no, like fighting it. And then I looked at his wife and she's like, it's coming down. We're fine. And it did. And so um, it's just people think what they think. And they think that they're the buyer is going to be like them. And that is, just yeah. isn't the case. Yeah. Not everything is cool. <laughs> not everything is cool. So here's another thing that comes up. And, and this one is, is kind of interesting to me because Remember back in the day, somebody said you had laminate floors and you'd be like, ew, but now yeah. laminate and vinyl floors have actually, they're, they're kind of, they've got some high end. I know I have vinyl and because hardwoods, if you spill water on it, you're done. Or if you've yeah. got pets that, you know, pee on it, you're done. And yeah. the, these new, you know, engineered floors that look like hardwoods, they kind of are, they're kid friendly, they're, you know, pet friendly, and they're, they're definitely long, more long-term. And yep. so um, I, what do you think about that, especially in high-end houses? And let's just start at the million dollar. Do you have to have hardwoods versus laminate or, and I know everybody, I like carpet in the bedrooms, but some people don't. Sure. So 
I mean, what is your feeling on that? So LVP is like the high-end luxury vinyl planking, and that's yeah. the latest and greatest. And you will see new construction, high-end, is they use it. And so it's really how does how do the floors present themselves? And back in the day in 06, 07, Brazilian cherry was the floors. And um, brand new, they looked great, but it did not take long before they were scuffed and needed to be refinished. And so most, um, most consumers now understand the value and the easiness of flooring and, and LVP and, and things like that are very popular. And, and no, you do not have to have hardwood floors. In some of these higher end homes, even in Oregon, we have tile too. So um, it's not even a, a question of hardwoods. Do most bedroom do most bedrooms now have carpet in them? I mean, it seems it's, like they do. it's mixed. Yeah, it's mixed. It's it's interesting because having LVP floors or or a laminate or non carpet floors, um, the stairs are really expensive to do, and so traditionally you'll walk into a house and if you see the stairs are done as well that's a first sign that this seller did not cut any corners or this builder, depending on the era of the home. Oh, so that's, good that to know. that's really yeah. good to know. Now, one of the things that I always wonder, and I, I have mixed feelings on this, especially because I think, let's say you hire stagers, which I think some of these shows say, Oh, they're, you know, they're only $6,000. And then I see other shows that are like, Oh no, they're a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, well, which is it? <laughs> that's yeah. a big difference in cost, whether it be the agent paying for it or the seller. But right. my question is sometimes they overkill with too much furniture and yeah. it seems like the, the conversation with the agent and either a buyer or seller is always, well, you have to have it staged or furniture in there so people can see what, it, what this room means to live in it. But then I think, but how do I know if my furniture will fit if it's not empty? So what, what is your thought on that? So it's just a matter of, yeah, there can be too much, um, when you stage vacant homes, it's usually, once again, you can put some extra things in there. And, and it's really, this, it's up to the stager. You're trusting their, their eye and their mind for it. So there, there is a case for too much. I agree. And then that's just between you. That's between the agent and the stager's relationship to kind of go over that. And I had this happen um, on a place where the buyer was not happy with the stager. And um, we all had to have a conversation about, it. I'm like, hey, we need to trust her judgment because this is what she does and this is what I'm paying her for. And we got way over asking, it panned out great. And they were like, okay, I get it. So um, okay. that's just, yes, it can be too much um, and, and so forth and so on. And again, on another note, when I did a staging for new construction, we only staged the living room, the dining room, the kitchen and the primary bedroom. Oh, that's the rest of the house idea. was not staged. So we only did um, just the main rooms. And then the, the consumers can look at the basement or the bonus room. And then the kids or the this other bedrooms on what those would look like. And the one interesting part was the bed they brought for the primary bedroom was an inflatable bed. I mean, it was just a, they just pumped it up and then decorated it. And it looked like a real nice bed. So there's a lot of little tricks of the trait that they do, which I was surprised because I never knew that. And you hope people don't sit on it. <laughs> yes. Like don't, yeah, you jump, hope they on don't jump on it. Yeah. How many home shows were the I know. jumping on the bed? Jumping on the bed. I see that oh, too. Or they try to use some of the um, owner's stuff that's still in the house. I'm like, no, but then, well, the other thing is too, is I, I noticed that there was one staging issue 
because the stagers made one of the, it was a, like a three, two home and they made one of the bedrooms as an office. And every, I mean, what percentage of the country now works from home? You and I both do. And so it, it's crazy to me because they were not happy. They wanted all of them staged as bedrooms. They wanted bunk beds in one. And they're like, you don't understand. People need to know that there is a, a functional workspace at home because at least one of the parents, if it's a you know two-parent home or somebody in the home is going to need an office. And they just, the sellers weren't buying it. And like you said, they finally trusted the agent to do it that way. And they got over asking. And it's like, you, you have to trust, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just what they do. I mean, this is their profession. If they do a bad job, they don't get any more business. And so, and, and there's school for this kind of stuff as well. There's, I mean, there is school for decorators, interior design and all that stuff and they take it. So, yeah. So just to wrap up, if you, if you were giving advice to the listeners and somebody was getting ready to sell and they were working with an agent would you recommend that they basically stage purchase or stage themselves and listen to the agent on what needs to be depersonalized, decluttered and things like that? Maybe putting money into repainting or is it individual? It's completely individual. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'd be t- 100% individual. You just, you see it. Yeah. You never know what you're going to see until you walk into these places and and um and see what happens but i would say the majority of it is is cleaning the home i would i would prefer to do home improvements than staging so all right now have you ever seen a home that is just so i don't want to say trashed but well let's let's just call it old some people call it vintage some people say oh it has character i just call it old <laughs> um yeah. if, if it's really old and again i'm just going to refer to you know wallpaper and that you know the paint has not been done for at least five six years and that the the floors are bad have everyone anybody say to you just sell as is and but you still have to try to get the top dollar what what do you respond to that yeah you definitely get um sellers that just don't have they just don't care they just want to sell the home and get it done. And so with that, the only thing I try to get the bare minimum is clean. Just just clean your house as well as you can. Let's stuff every closet full of your 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 excessive stuff. <laughs> so, You're so politically correct just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And basic yard maintenance, mow the yard, um and and I there's there's never a scenario where I would say, "Hey, let's not do anything." I just, I just couldn't do it. So it's always walk in, move stuff around. I mean, it's a hundred percent. Declutter, start to start to pack some things up. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, think about just look around your own house and go, is my house ready to sell today? And you'd be like, Oh, well, I've got lots of, I mean, I could probably my own home. I could probably use a truckload of boxes to just declutter before I was ready to sell my own house. Right. Right. Well, I think if I look around too, probably the same. There's papers everywhere. (laughs) Just papers. (laughs) Just papers. Because we do so much work. Well, and and you also have a high school student. So yeah. Yeah. Her stuff. Yeah. So that's a whole other story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I like this episode a lot because it doesn't just talk about, you know, staging or not to stage, but it also what does it mean to stage versus a little bit of home improvement, a little bit of 
you know, um, what do they call it when you're just look, it's just the aesthetics. I mean, people just yeah. need to, to be able to realize that if it looks trashed, if it's dirty, they're going to wonder what else they, they don't see as a problem, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So we, they want to, you want to at least let them see it and show well, like you say, you can't make a second, first impression. And so I think that's what we're trying for to get you your best, your best dollar and the, the most for your house. All right. We will thank you. This has been a great episode. I think our listeners will appreciate this. I agree. So that's us. For, that's it for us this week on My Home HQ podcast. Join us next time when we bring you more topics on real estate, home buying, selling, investing, and more. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make it a great rest of your month. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. And thank you for listening to the My Home HQ podcast with Ray Fletcher. Thank you for listening to My Home HQ Podcast with Ray Fletcher. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.rayfletcher.biz or contact Ray directly at realtorrayf at gmail.com to also subscribe to his weekly newsletter.